So the one thing that I found very important for me in my spiritual journey is to be consistent. There's so many things in the world where we have to do just that. We have to stay on top of things and be consistent with our work, with our family, with our health, with so many things. And this is just one more thing, if you will, that you add to the list. But this one thing is, for me, the most important thing that I can be doing in my life. And that is being consistent with my meditation, of going within daily, and just spending time with myself, but also with God, and sharing with God my loving. So many people practice different types of meditation, and there are a lot of different types and ways of meditating out there. And they all work to get you to a certain place, whatever that intention of that meditation style is. The meditation that we do is on the sacred name and focused on God. Ever since I was really a child of seven, eight years old, I have had one statement that I always have in front of me, and that is God first and God only. And that's what this pathway is really all about. It's about God first. It's about putting God before all things. It's about in the meditation and in your daily life, loving God, sharing your loving with God, and opening to always receive God's loving, however that might come in. It's not about going in and waking up to psychic levels in oneself. It's not about getting answers or lotto numbers. It's not about finding ways to connect to other people. It's really about going inside and waking up waking up to the greater truth of who you are, of who you are as soul. And in that, waking up to that divine essence of God inside of you. So, look to see if this is the type of meditation you want to be doing, focusing on God first. And then continue moving forward daily, spending time with God first. Just spending a half hour, an hour, even up to two and a half hours is what we, we speak about a lot. Why two and a half hours? Why do two and a half hours when so many other practices out there of meditation are 20 minutes 30 minutes, 45 minutes. The two and a half hours is because it takes us a while to truly let go of the mind and emotions, the imagination and the body. We're rising upward in this meditation of sound and light above all of that which is of the physical element and waking up to the true spiritual self that we are. There are two creations 
the material worlds, and the spiritual. And the soul is of the spiritual. It comes into this world to learn lessons and to have experiences. But its true nature is of spirit. And its true home is in spirit. And we are focusing on just that. To wake up and to know ourselves as a spiritual being. As a loving being. and to live from that place first within our lives. It's been said, seek God first and all else shall be given to you. So seek God first and see what you might find. I think you'll find something quite remarkable. I did. And I still do, as I do this meditation every day. And yes, it does take time to sit in meditation for two and a half hours. But if you do it regularly, you're going to find that you will begin to move beyond the physical self and all the components of that and begin to wake up into that spiritual self of who you are as soul. And it's really quite remarkable when you begin to truly be aware of that divine light inside of you that is the light of your own soul and the light of God. And to wake up and be aware of those inner sounds, that still small voice of God ever calling you home and the sounds of the spiritual universe ever guiding us back to where we came from. And those feelings, those sensations within us of that movement of loving and of peace and of joy and so much more that is of God in you. Truly you are of soul, not a physical body. And that is what we're wanting to wake up to and really begin to live into and bring into our daily lives that soul essence of who we really are. And in that, we are creative, we are abundant, we are ever aware of our true nature, which is loving. And we're ever living in a place of peace within us and taking that peace out into the outer, into our daily lives, into our family life, into our place of work, into everything that we do. We can bring that peace and share it with others. And doing two and a half hours of meditation a day, we begin to find that we rise above the mind and all the physical elements of ourself and do wake up into that which is the spiritual in us, the true us, the true self.
And it unfortunately does take, especially in the beginning, a good two hours just to get above all those elements of the physical self. But once you begin to experience that, rising up above this universe of the physical and going into the realms of soul and spirit and finding that peace and that calmness and that quiet and waking up to those lights and those sounds within you, you're going to want to do that more and more just because it truly does give you respite. It truly does give you a place where you can go and be in peace and in loving and in harmony. In the East, it's called Amritsar. Amritsar is the elixir of life, the sweet nectar of heaven, the sweet wine. And once you taste of that in your daily meditation, that is what you're going to long for, to go back and partake of that sweet essence of loving, that place of quiet and peace and joy and gratitude. Once you have tasted of that, you will not thirst for the things in the world so much, and you will not thirst in spirit, because there you will be able to go and continually drink of those that river of love or from the fountain of loving, however it might appear to you. So for me, meditation has been something I have done most all of my life. I started out at the age of five, six, seven years old, praying. My culture is Christian, and I was taught as a child to pray. So I prayed to God. I prayed daily. I prayed a lot during the day. Not just once, but several times during the day. Talking with God, asking of God, sharing with God what was going on inside of me. Who am I right now in this moment? And what's going on for me in this moment? And I shared with God my anger and my frustration, my joy, my gratitude, and my loving in my prayer. And I spent a lot of time in my prayers as a child. And I know that's very unusual, but I had this call inside of me, this longing inside of me that I wanted to be with God again. How many of us as children really felt that we were abandoned by someone here in this world? And all we kept doing is calling out to that which we knew had abandoned us, asking us to bring us home whether you called it God or something else. I decided to do something about it rather than just keep begging and asking and crying 
about being abandoned here. And so I just began to create a connection with that that I longed for, which was God. And that connection came very quickly. As a child, we really are much more connected into the realms of spirit than you might realize, especially now as an adult. But if you look around and watch children, they really are much more connected to God and to spirit and to their true soul self. And they were ever looking for someone around them who's also connected. One of the greatest things I enjoy in this life is watching little children, babies in their parents' arms or at one or two years old walking around and when they see you, they look at you directly into your eyes but then they look up. They look above your head, not to your eyes. They're looking up above to that which is your soul. They see who you really are. They see that true essence of your being. And they do that because that's where they are residing right now. That's where they are connected. And they are looking for that which they know to be true. And so they look up above your head, not to your eyes and not to your body, but to your soul. And they can see quite quickly if you are spending time connecting to God or not, connecting to your soul or not, just by the radiance of your own being. And it's amazing to watch children just burst open a big smile when they see the soul, the soul who knows who they are, the soul who's awake and aware, living in the place where they live. Sometime when you're with newborns or with children of one or two years old, Look and watch and pay attention to what they do and how they connect with you. It's a nonverbal connection of just looking and seeing and being aware. But when I was a child, I was very aware like that too, even at the age of five and six years old. And I was always looking inside myself to connect with my own true self. I didn't know what that was at the time, but I knew what it looked like because I had seen a few people around me that were connected in some way or another to their soul as well. Maybe not fully, not completely, and maybe not even awake and aware consciously fully of it but they were aware of it in some way. And that's what I began to look for inside myself, to get connected and stay connected to that essence, that living, loving essence of God that dwells in me. And I did very quickly. 
by the time I was five years old, six years old, I knew what I was looking at and what I was looking for and where I wanted to have my focus be. And I found it, and I continued going back daily to keep that alive inside of me. And when I ended up going to kindergarten and on into elementary school, and the teachers kept focusing on learning, education, mental, getting the mind stronger, focused, I did that, but I never made it my priority. I always put God first because that's what I was told. God first and God only. So maybe I wasn't the best student in the world, not of math or English or geography, but I was the best student, if you will, in the true nature of being, being in God, being in my soul, and living that loving essence. And I continued living that way for many, many years. And I would get sidetracked from time to time as I moved into my teens and into my early 20s. There were occasions where I would focus out into the world more, down and out rather than inward and upward. And I would lose sight for a moment but I would always come back once again to my prayer, my meditation, my focusing within. Because every time I got caught up out in the world, I found it to be more painful and harder. Just harder to live those daily lives that we all have to live. But I found it to be much easier and more peaceful and loving when I always was focusing inward and upward in my prayer and later in my practice of meditation. I remember one time as a teenager, I was looking around in the world and I saw so many people living in disturbance, upsetness, in pain, in anger. And I was kind of amazed by why did people do this? How did they do this? And so I remember asking God in my prayers one day, let me experience what they experience. Let me understand what it is that they are going through. So I better understand the people around me. And one day I woke up and for the first time I knew what depression was. I was so lost inside in the darkness that dwells inside the physical form in the mind and the emotions. It was just a disturbing storm 
in my mind. Things rushing around, trying to get me to go here and there. And my emotions ever, ever just stirred up. And I could feel all this blame and this guilt and so much more moving around inside of me. And I remember laying there in bed just feeling and seeing all this inside. And I th thought, oh my God, what's wrong? I must be really sick. You know, I've got to get my mom to take me to the doctor or something. And then I remembered what I had asked God the night before. And I thought, oh no, this is what people go through. Okay. So I got up and I got ready and I started to get ready for school. And my mom called me and I went out to breakfast. And I was just shocked by what I felt and what I saw and what I heard in conversation with my parents and my brother. The conversation, the situation was no different than any other time. This wasn't a special day, but it was a special day for me because I got to experience what their life was like. And oh my goodness, it wasn't what I thought. And on the bus, and on to school, and throughout the day, I was just in turmoil. And I was really scared I was scared that, oh my God, what if this is the way I'm going to live the rest of my life? What if I've lost that connection? I was so scared that I was now stuck in this that I had prayed to God for. But I kept paying attention. I looked. I listened. I listened to the words of people and I heard things that I no, I must have been hearing every day their complaints, their arguments, their fear, their anger. But I heard it from another place, from another place inside of me that was totally connected into what they were doing and saying and feeling. And I remember getting home after school going into my bedroom and just crying because I did not want to stay like this. I knew there was something better. I knew there was a place of peace and of loving inside me. And I wanted to get back in connection with that. And I worked diligently praying, praying, praying to get out of that energy that I was caught up in. But there was no relief. And I kept thinking, oh my God, what have I done? What have I done? Have I cast myself into this world, this world of separation and pain, and now I'm stuck here for however many years it's going to be? And I remember even as I was going to sleep thinking, 
I wonder if this is why people commit suicide, because they feel so separate from everything. And I learned that day a lot about what it feels to be separated from loving, from peace, from God. And I don't know when I fell asleep finally, but I did. And the next morning I woke up and there was the inner light shining in me. There was the inner peace waiting for me to enter back in. And I spent so much time that morning just praying and reconnecting and standing once again in the truth of who I am as a soul. And I just begged of God, please don't let me go back into that world again. Even if I beg for it so I have another experience of it, do not let me go there because I did not want to go back into that again. And it was at that time that I heard that still small voice of God inside of me say to me, this is why you're here. You are one who knows. And it takes one who knows to lead those that do not know back into the knowing. Well, I didn't really grasp what that meant at the time. But as I continued growing and learning, I understood more and more what that was about. And that's what I've done since I was 18 years old, sharing with people about the inner, about God, about loving, about soul. And that's what this meditation really is all about. Just that. If you're looking for the lotto numbers, don't look here. If you're looking for the perfect soulmate, don't look here. If you're looking for the things in the outer world to be given to you, to be shown to you, or for you to learn the tricks to be able to get what you want, don't look here. Because this is what we offer. I know of places I could direct you to that do talk about that, that do share about that, that do teach a lot about that. And it can be a lot of fun to go into the psychic and have psychic experience and get things to move for you and happen for you. But even in all that, you're not going to find the fulfillment that you're really longing for, that loving that you long for. But here I know that you will find it. Here I know you will find the eternal and the true and the loving. And you'll find that living, loving essence of God as the soul that you are. It takes time, just like everything else in this creation, it takes time. You don't sit down in meditation and get it in five minutes or even in five days. It takes time to rise above the mind, the emotions, and the body consciousness. But once you've done that, 
you'll begin to know. You'll begin to wake up. And you'll begin to live from a different place inside of you. So that's my story. That's my journey. And that's why I continue doing this today. From the age of five, now up to 71. And I do my prayer every day. I talk with God every day. And I meditate to bring myself to that place of God within me so that I can live from there first and have a life of peace and joy and quiet inside. Even in the storm of the world around me, it's still quiet and peaceful inside. And I wish that for you as well.